When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, Canada crushing Slovakia at the World Juniors. 11-1 the final. Mason McTavish had four goals. Canada is 2-0. The first quarter just ended in Winnipeg. No score between the 9-0 Blue Bombers and the 2-6 Alouettes. They played last week. The Alouettes did hang in there for a good chunk of the game. And then uh, the Blue Bombers ultimately took it over to stay undefeated on the season. Oh, also at the World Juniors earlier today, Finland over Czechia 4-3 in a shootout. USA and Switzerland are going to play tonight. Appreciate you tuning in this evening. Bob Stoffer's coming up between 7.30 and 8. Bob and I are golfing together tomorrow. Gary Drager Memorial Golf Classic. All in support of 6.30 Chet Santa's Anonymous. That is teeing off at the links at uh, 8 a.m. Look forward to playing in that. And then on Saturday, I look forward to attending the game between the Edmonton Elks and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. You can listen to it here on Chet. 6.30 for the countdown to kick off and the game at 8. And I'm pleased to welcome to Inside Sports, defensive back for the Elks. It is Ed Ganey checking in. Ed, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing very well, sir. Thanks for hopping on the show tonight. Uh, I gave the score between Montreal and Winnipeg. Uh, I, I know you're busy. You probably had a tough day of practice. Do you sit and watch CFL games uh, on off nights like this? Are you, are you taking this game in? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm cutting it on as we speak. But, uh, you know, you got to keep, keep an eye on the competition around the league. Yeah, for sure. Well, Winnipeg, uh, you guys gave a pretty good run a couple weeks ago, but they were able to, to get the victory. Ed, take me through practice this week. Uh, you know, how would you describe this week of practice coming off that tough game against the Lions? Um, you know, this week of practice, uh, we kind of changed things up. We kind of added more to the workload. Uh, we got in the meeting rooms a little bit more, and... Uh, we just kind of, you know, rehashed the BC game and, you know, we got all the corrections out of the way and, and then we just flushed it and now now we're on Saskatchewan. So um, uh, we're looking to go out there and compete this weekend and get a get a win in, in the home field stadium in, in a while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you use the term flushed it. That's, that's one uh, a lot of teams and athletes will use after tough games. Is that a skill you've had to learn over the years, you know, kind of to, to move on from a, a tough outing? What are some of the things you draw on to make sure you, you can effectively flush a game? Um, honestly, man, we just uh, focus on, you know, making the corrections and, you know, uh, you, we always want to flush it, but at the end of the day, uh, when you get beat like that, you want to make sure it doesn't happen again. So you kind of want to remember that feeling. And, uh, I mean, we're just getting back to work and, you know, looking forward and moving forward, knowing that uh, the CFL is a long season. 
Um, it kind of gets tighter towards the end of the season. And, you know, if we just focus on Saskatchewan, focus on winning this week, then everything else will fall into place. And, uh, yeah, your second meeting against your, your former team. Was there anything in that for you in the first game playing against your former team? And I know guys move around a lot, so even when you were with Saskatchewan, you would have seen former teammates. Uh, was there anything special, though, in that earlier one against the Riders this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I mean, I played with the Riders for pretty much half half of my CFL career. So, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a bittersweet feeling. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get the win with the Elks. Uh, so, like I said, hopefully we can change that this weekend and then get the win. And uh, But, you know, it's always good to play against uh, guys, familiar faces that I've, I've always, you know, been accustomed to seeing and, and call my family, you know, not, not, not only my teammate, but my family's. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be fun to see those guys again this weekend and, Hopefully we come out with on the better end of the stick this time. Yeah, okay. Ed Gainey joining us tonight at Inside Sports from Edmonton Oaks. Ed, I want to just flash back to a couple of things. I, I I believe you played at Appalachian State. Um, is that <laughs> yeah. not the school? Is that not the school that had that massive upset against Michigan? I think you might have just missed being on that team. But is you, you were just in the era after that, were you not? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, for sure. And you, you did some good research there. Uh, when everybody asked me what college I went to, that's pretty much how I described my team. You know, the team that beat Michigan and upset Michigan that year. And I pretty much tell them that I came the year afterwards. So, you know, that's what brought me towards uh, going to App State. I knew they were, you know, going in the right direction as far as the uh, program and organization. And, yeah, it was, it was fun while, while I was there. Um, well, tell me a little bit about the football program because uh, I, I believe you're, it's, or at least it was anyway, like a, a tier down from Div 1, but often near the, the top of that tier. Was that kind of a fair way to describe it? Uh, yeah, we were in, uh, it's called D, Division 1 AA, uh, I think, or yeah, I think yeah. that's what it was, D1. A step down from D1, so uh, I mean, uh, when I was there, they, they, they have a good pro football program. Like I mentioned, uh, they know how to win. Uh, they have a good culture around around the organization. Um, they know how to get guys, uh, recruits, good recruits there. So um, along with along with just a lot of history with the organization of, of good coaches and players, like it's just all around a good place to be. And um, if you're looking for like a football atmosphere, a football town, that's, that's exactly what it's about. What's the biggest game year or your favorite moment from your time as a Mountaineer? Hmm. Oh man, that's a good that's a good question. There are probably um, many, so I know that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I'm looking back. You yeah, were playing um, in several playoff games while you were there. Several big games. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I played 
the game against Virginia Tech. We played in one year. Um, I had a pretty solid game against them. You know, it was a D1 school. You know, we always play at least one D1 school a year. So um, I, I went out there and I, and I competed against uh, some high-level athletes. So I um, I had a couple of PBUs, a couple of chances to get uh, some interceptions. So, I mean, it was a fun game for me. Right on. Okay. And so then, uh, tell, uh, tell me about coming to the CFL. I, I mean, I, 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 I asked pretty much every American player this, this question because there's a lot of really cool stories. Um, you know, how did you wind up getting noticed by coming to the CFL? Did you know anything about the CFL before you came up to Canada? Yeah, I honestly had no idea of the CFL. I kind of, I guess I did. You know, I just subconsciously watched, like, highlights on ESPN and not really realizing that it was the CFL. But, uh, yeah, a good old good old general manager go by the name of Jim Pop. Uh, <laughs> he stays in North Carolina during the offseason. And I, I was having a workout uh, at my old high school with a few NFL teams there. Uh, Jim Pop was there. And after the workout, he basically just offered me a contract. And, uh, you know, I, I took it, I accepted it, and I came to Canada not knowing exactly what to expect. And But, you know, from from that day on, I mean, I've been completely sold on the CFL. I've been completely sold on Canada. Uh, it's a beautiful country. Um, I'm, I'm happy for the opportunity to continue to pe- compete and play the game that I love and, you know, make a living for doing so. Had you been to Canada before you went to the Alouettes? Never, never. I was, I was afraid. Like I didn't, I didn't want to like do the wrong thing or like you know, just do something like that was like socially unacceptable. I guess I didn't know what to expect. I mean, it's not that big of a culture difference, but you know, being that I did go to Montreal, they were they were speaking French and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was. It was uh, a great experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're pretty nice, and if you just say you're sorry, everything's fine, right? <laughs> so, yeah. We say... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You... That's, that's pretty much that's pretty much how you do it around here. You know, <laughs> smile, keep it moving. You know, I love Canada, man. It's a lot of friendly people, and uh, they accepted me with open arms. Did you learn any French while you were in Montreal? Um, un peu. It means a little, I think. Just a little, okay. I, I was trying to. You probably know more than I do, because <laughs> I've I I lived in Western Canada thing. all my life. I learned a little, though. You know, uh, you know, being around, you gotta, you gotta learn a little bit of lingo. So, uh, yeah, I can, I can probably say survive, what's up, and then after that, or I can say my name, I can say hello, but after that, it's, it's. it's uh, it's it's uh, no good for me. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, and what about? Uh, I'm always interested about what sports uh, pro athletes played as kids. I, I imagine growing up in in North Carolina, football was probably a big part of your development. But uh, were you were you good at any other sports or interested in any other sports? Um, you know, growing up in the neighborhood, me and my friends, we'd always. We would stay active, you know, whether it was like riding bikes or, you know, playing football, basketball. Like, I I really, I loved every sport as a kid. So, but, uh, you know, football stuck. But basketball, track, 
you know, those sorts of things. Like, I, I would love to try to, you know, take it serious as, as I did with football. All right. Have you, ever, have you ever learned how to skate moving to Canada and being in a hockey country? Has that interested you at all? <laughs> uh, I think I, I think uh, I would be bad at, at skating <laughs> or NHL, hockey or whatever you want to put. I don't think I would. I'd probably break my legs or something out there crazy. <laughs> That's a very honest <laughs> self-scouting report. Very yeah, I mean... I, I'm an athlete, but that's a different that's a different type of deal there. Okay. And they're well, very th- yeah, well, it can be, yes. Well, Ed, thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks for telling your story a little bit and talking about uh, this week uh, with the Elks ready to take on the Rough Riders on Saturday night. Yeah, well, everybody's looking for that home win, so I hope you guys are able to get it on Saturday. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Oh, and enjoy watching the rest of Montreal-Winnipeg as well. Yes, sir, I will do. Um, thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully we can get that win for um, you guys and, you know, change the culture around here in Edmonton. Right on. That is defensive back Ed Ganey joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Montreal's up 7 nothing on Winnipeg in the second quarter, by the way, that game in Winnipeg. So that was an interesting chat with uh, Ed Ganey coming to Canada playing for Appalachian State and uh, no interest in learning how to skate or exploring a little bit of hockey at all. He thinks that uh, that would go quite poorly for him. But good to have uh, Ed on the show. He's been a great player in the CFL. Obviously, the Elks uh, having a tough go, but he's one of the guys charged with turning it around, and we'll see if they can start that on the weekend. All right, got to call a quick timeout. It is Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. 721, Alouettes uh, leaving the Bombers 7 0, 920 left in the second quarter. We will keep an eye on that one. The Blue Bombers yet to lose this season. They've had some close ones, but they're always able to figure it out, the Alouettes at uh, two and six, which means they're right in the race for first place in the East Division. Have I ever mentioned I think they should go to one conference? Only about 400 times in the almost nine years I've hosted the show. Why do we have divisions in the CFL? Just let just everybody plays everybody. Top six get in, top two get a buy, six plays three, five plays four. I mean, I'm just tired of. Uh, I'm just tired of and it's it's almost always the East that's weaker and I'm tired of teams with seven wins, eight wins, finishing second, having maybe the sixth best record, getting to host a playoff game. Uh, I mean, it, it just it shouldn't work that way. And I, and I don't think there is I don't think it needs to be East West anymore. Like I don't think we have to be like, oh yeah, it has to be like an East West breakup. I mean, Winnipeg's played in both divisions. So you know, whatever. <laughs> It's just just let the best six teams into the playoffs, and uh, I, I mean there there was a year the Edmonton Elks the, the Edmonton Elks went nine and nine, not a great season, but okay, the definition of average. And they're last in the West. I mean, they anyway. I actually get worked up about this. I'm, I'm fuming a little bit now, Chris. Got to have a drink of water. Chris Gardner, back of the 630 Shed Broadcasting Compound. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right, Reed. Too bad I can't help you out with the water. Yeah. 
Well, I always keep it. Don't worry, I didn't pour it on my head. I might get some on the microphone, and that would short it up. Yeah, just keep it off the board. We're, we'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good stuff. By the way, uh, you can get in touch, 780-496-0063. The hotline brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. So the Elks trying to turn it around. Head coach Chris Jones commenting on taking on the Riders' rushing attack, which is number one in the CFL. They're going to hand the football off, that's for sure. And I'm sure that, you know, with the two weeks off that, they, uh, that they've that they come up with a lot of new wrinkles to try to get, get their running back out in space. So we've just got to do a good job of weathering uh, the things that they, uh, that they have new and then defending the old things. All right. So uh, a little bit there from Chris Jones, who uh, had a pretty good game rushing the ball against the Elks back in week two. And uh, Jones also commenting on some changes he's trying to make in how the team practices. We kind of reversed the schedule okay. to try to end with something that was uh, a little more competitive than, than what we have been doing, right. and we've been ramping it the other way. So we ramped it up instead of ramping it down. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we're just going to see where it goes. All right, a little bit there from Chris Jones. Game coming up on 6.30, Chad. Saturday night coverage will start with the countdown to kickoff at 6.30. That event I was talking about earlier with uh, the cycling event, it's the tape. So it's L apostrophe E-T-A-P-E, but the website is le tape l-e-t-a-p-e canada.com and then you can find out more about the uh, event in edmonton coming up on sunday and uh, we had carla rodriguez dimitrescu on the show she's doing an 80k distance on sunday she's also an ultra marathon runner really cool to uh, to talk to her next sunday the 21st is the edmonton marathon uh it's back I've usually done the half marathon in that race. I'm going to do the 10K because, quite frankly, I'm not in very good shape. And I think if I, if I went for the uh, half marathon, that, that could just be uh, an exercise in injuring myself. So I've decided to do the 10K this year, which is uh, still a pretty good distance. The thing about running is it's, it's – I mean, if, when, there's a, when there's a race, it's usually called, you know, the Edmonton Marathon. But then, then there are distances all the way down from that. So usually – I don't think there's a 5K this year. But often when there's a race, there's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, which is 21K, and a full marathon, which is 42. So you can pretty much build up. I mean, I first did a 5K. Then I increased my running distance. On Canada Day, I don't think they had it this year, but there's a 15K. And then if you can do 15, you can do 21. Well, then what's the net? Then you got to go right up to 42. Like they should they should have more like 30K races or something like that. So you think like, okay, now I can do another 10K and do a full marathon. But yeah, it's not really logical. It goes like 5, 10, 21, and then 42 for the distance. And trust me, uh, 42 is a step up in weight class. Speaking of exercises and injuring myself, I did two full marathons, and that's what wound up happening. All right, uh, my golf partner. I never thought I would say that. Bob Stauffer coming up next on Inside Sports.